Okay. Well, are you really ready for it? I mean, you spent all day in the studio yesterday. Shh, don't worry about it. Now, come on, it's not going to be a secret. It's going to come out by Hanukkah anyways. Yes, the new story CD that I'm working on with Yufa Studios will come out, Bez Hashem, right before Hanukkah, or, you know, in that time area. But I don't want to talk about it until it's ready. But you keep about, about... You keep hinting about it. Uh, yes, okay, fine, I'll admit. Yes, we're coming out with Bor Hashem, a brand new story. Yes, it will be a double album, Bez Hashem. Now, can we go down to the story? Uh, okay, <laughs> as long as I didn't say anything. Uh, well, whatever, okay. Anyways, tonight's story is called Honey Money. Honey, money, money made from honey. Well, uh, you know, um, it's, if I if I tell you exactly what it is, I'll give away the story. Oh, uh, okay. Um, this is the story from you. See, no, you see, it's a different story. Okay, so let's go back in time. How far back? Well, before you were born. So then I won't know the story. You see, use your imagination. Okay, so now we're going back. Uh, maybe like two hundred years ago in the shtetl life. Oh, really? <laughs> Where's the shtetl? Well, it's a shtetl we call, uh, it's, it's in, in Poland, you know, uh, a Polish shtetl named Dubash. <laughs> Dubash? <laughs> what a funny name. Why can't you pick uh, Pikalash? <clears throat> because the name is Dubash. <clears throat> uh, it's called Dubash. <clears throat> no, no, yes, I had to clear my throat. Oh, so it's just plain Dubash without clearing your throat? Yes, plain Dubash. Anyways... There was a Yid by the name of Avraham who lived there. Uh, wait a minute, there's only one Yid that lived there? No, 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 it's a shtetl. So there were Goyim that lived there, there were Yidin that lived there, you know, there were peasants that lived there, and so on and so forth. And there was a particular Yid by the name of Avraham. Oh, okay, so what about him? Well, Avraham was a person that got a nickname called Avraham Ish Emes. Avram Ish Emesh, Moshe Emesh Vissarasi. Oh, I know that song. Moshe Emesh, Moshe but it doesn't say Avram Emesh, Avram Emesh, uh, am I mixing up the song? Uh, yeah, quite so. Uh, we're not talking about Avram Avinu times. We're not talking about Moshe Rabbeinu times. We're talking about like about approximately 200 years ago, maybe a little less, you know. And that little shtetl of Dubash, there was an Ish Emes, and his name was Avraham. Oh, well, how did he get his name? Oh, that's part of the story. So let me tell you, Avraham was a very, very special person. <laughs> well, if you're telling about it, it must be special. Uh, yeah, okay, you know, Avraham... He was not a rich man. Oh, did he ever sing that song? Oh, if I was a rich man. Yes, yes, yes. It was before that song came out. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, so, 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 well, let me guess. Uh, he was a very poor man. Well, he was not exactly very, very poor, but he was poor, but he was rich. How can you be poor and rich at the same time? Well, he was poor with money, but he was rich in Tyra. And give me the chasodim and chesed and everything. And mitzvahs. And mice and toivim. That's right. He most certainly was. He was a very interesting person, okay? So let me tell you about him. See, Avraham only liked to earn what he needed to support his family. Ah, oh, one of those kind of guys. Well, yes. Uh, and what did he do with the rest of his time? Well, he spent his time in the base of Medrash learning. Learning. Oh, he's a big massman. That's right. See, Torah learning was very important to him. And uh, let me let me just, you know, take you and meet Avraham. But I'm not there because it was... You see, your imagination. Oh, your imagination or my imagination? Your imagination. That's what I said, your imagination. Okay, let's go. All right. <clears throat> where, where, where are we? Wow, this is a cute statue. Whoa. <laughs> Uh-oh, and there's a cow coming at me. No, no, don't worry. That cow has got an owner over there. Don't you see him over there? Excuse me, step aside, please. Excuse me, pardon me, coming through. Uh, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> oh, there's a horsey coming there, too, and there's a man riding on it. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Shalom Shalom. He sounds like he has this tumult in his mouth or something. More like marbles. Oh, whatever. Okay, so now what are we doing? We're watching that man over there. Who's that man over there? That's Avram. Oh, hi, Avram. Shh, don't let him know you know you're here. I, don't let him know that I know that I'm here. No, no, no. Just just be here. Don't don't attract attention. Let Avram do his thing. Avram? Psst, Avram. Avram. Ah, here I am in the marketplace. It's a wonderful, wonderful marketplace. I like it very much. It's a beautiful marketplace. People are coming from all over to Dubash. Very nice. But I have a little bit of money, 
I will buy some things and then I will resell it like everybody else does. No, no. Then I will go back to the base of Medrash and continue learning. Excuse me, I'm Shuldik, pardon me. Uh, what are you selling over there? Me, I'm selling uh, uh, pails, you know. People use pails to uh, wash the floors, you know, and they use pails to store things and everything like that. Oh, very good, very good. This is so it's a very, a very um, interesting thing. Okay, I like this. Uh, Mistavra, this thing that you are talking about is, um, how should I say, uh, a useful thing. Okay, how many pails you got over there? Uh, how many pails I got? Let's see, one, two, I have five pails left. Five pills left, okay, let me see, I mean, and probably, you know, if I try to sell it for this price, and I'm going to Google it, but if I sell it for this price, not so bad, okay, so I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, okay, I'm going to pay you uh, five zlatis, okay, what do you say, huh? Uh, wow, that, that's interesting, you mean you're not going to do what the guy over there is doing? What is the guy over there doing? Yeah, listen in. I'm telling you, if you want me to buy these boots, you're going to sell it to me for 10 zlatis. It's my final offer. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 I want at least 15 zlatis. Oh, no, this is terrible. I'm going to go somewhere else, and so is he. Goodbye. Wait a second. I'm... Yeah, see, it's really funny. All these different people trying to bargain for a prize there. But I'm not like that. I look at it. I see its value. I see how much I can sell it for. And then I'm ready to pay you. So, uh, you, we have a deal? Uh, yeah, sure, we have a deal. Uh, five, five, five is a lot. Here you go. Uh, here's the pails. Yeah, thank you very much. And let me go further down. I have a little more money in my pocket. I can buy a few more things over here. Uh, you there, uh, what are you selling? Me? I'm selling, um, uh, uh, grapes. Grapes? No, no, not grapes, grapes. Great grapes? That's very nice. But I don't want something that spoils, because if I buy this, I want to go to the place of medical alert, and then I want to sell it. So you have something that doesn't spoil? I said that I am selling grapes. Grapes. Grapes with a T. Oh, you're selling grapes with T? That's very nice of you. How much are the grapes and how much is the tea? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said I'm selling grapes. Hey, look, look, look. You see that horseradish? Uh, no, not yet. Why? Well, you would take it and you rub it along here. And that's how you get the smaller pieces. You have carrots, you rub it here. And that's how you get the smaller pieces. Oh, you're not selling grapes. You're not selling tea. You're selling grapes. Yeah. Right, um, let's see. Mm, not such a bad metal. Okay, so um, um, I'll offer you um, 25 groschen for each one. Wow, that's more than I was expecting. You, you, you just going to give me 25 groschen for each one? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm going to do. Wow, I, I can't believe it. Uh, that's a lot of money. I never had so much. I, I, I thought I was going to start out 50 groschen and then I have to go down to 10. Wow, when you give me 25? Wow, this is great. No problem. It's all yours. Take as many as you want. All right, let's see. I think I bought enough things for today. And let me go back into the base of Medrash and let me go learn. And so, Yasala, and everybody else is listening out there, of course, he went to the base of Medrash. And he went to learn, obviously. That's right. And of course, after he finished learning, they'd have a mincha, they'd have a myra, and then he came home, and then... And then he ate supper, and he schmoozed with his family, and asked how their day was, and then the next morning, he had to go out and sell the stuff that he bought. That's right. And, you know, <laughs> look, look look over there. You see that booth over there? Yeah, uh, where, where? Use your imagination. Oh, yeah, that booth over there. Yeah, I see it. Very good. So now let me tell you something. Watch what's going on over there. I said, I'm not going to pay you 10 groschen for this. It's not worth it. 
This apple, if I don't eat it today, it'll spoil tomorrow. And you want me to pay 10 groschen for it? All right. All right. You don't want to pay 10 groschen? Not a problem. You'll pay 20. How do you like that? No. I said I'm not going to pay. I think it's worth 5 groschen. Oh, all right, all right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll take the 10 groschen. No. Wow, they're fighting back and forth. Well, oh, oh, there's Avram. He's just walking with a smile on his face. It's Gavaldic. He's humming something. What's he humming? Yeah, bye, 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 bye. Is he singing that song? Um, uh, oh, wow, he's humming some Torah to himself. Oh, that's nice. He learns all the time. That's a very nice guy. Must be a very special person. Uh, oh, there, there, there he's going to sell his stuff. No need to bargain over here. I have some pills over here. I personally paid, uh, for each pail, I paid approximately one zlata, and I will sell it for one zlata and ten groschen, okay? Uh, if you want to buy it, isn't it? If you don't want to buy it, isn't it also? Because Hashem runs the world. And I also am selling over here grapes. Hey, you're selling grapes? <laughs> Why do you want to sell grapes? No, 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 no. Grates. Oh, <laughs> now I see what this guy was talking about. <laughs> okay, grates. You know, what you rub your vegetables on and, you know, horseradish and everything. I'm selling them. And I paid 25 groschen for it. And therefore, I only want uh, 28 groschen. Small profit. That's all. That's all I need. Okay. And, of course, people went over. And they were so happy. They started talking among themselves. You know something? It's very interesting. Yeah, I know what you want to say. Sure, zicher. I, I, I figured out what you want to say. Uh, this guy is an ish emes, this Abrami boy. Uh, come in, I'm telling you, he should be a very special person. I never saw anything like it. He's not prepared to raise his price and start bargaining back and forth like everybody else does, because that's the market way. No, he tells it straight out. He made this amount. He bought for this amount. He just wants a little bit of profit, just enough to make back his money and support his family, and that's it. It's unbelievable. Never saw something like that before. Man, Avraham is an ish emes. Yeah, Avraham is an ish emes. Yeah, Avraham is an ish emes. Yes, Avraham is an ish emes. Avraham is an ish emes. Avraham is an ish emes. Hey, guys, did you ever hear what's going on? They're talking about this man with a very honest person, and they call him Abraham Ishamus. Where, where, where is he? Oh, he's right there. Oh, well, hi, Ishamus. How are you? And, of course, he would just nod his head and say hello to them, and they just ignored the fact that he had such a title like that. It was very interesting. And then one day, he was sitting at the table by supper, and Abraham started thinking, you know something, tzidala, tzidala, tzidala. I love my mishpacha and I love everybody here in Baruch Hashem. We seem to be, you know, having things comfortable for the moment. I mean, uh, I don't think we have so much expenses, Baruch Hashem. But I was just thinking out loud a little bit. I was just wondering a little bit, you know, maybe, you know, you know, you know between you and me, you know who makes the panos over here. Yes, you are. Uh, well, I take care of the store over here and sell your things, or you would go to the market and you try there, because if you don't sell it the market, you bring it to the store, and we try to sell it by a little, little, little store that's right next to the house. And the reason why it's so close, built next to the house, so this way I could check in back and forth on the Kindlach. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. I remember that's why we did that. Yes, 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 100%. I remember Zicha, that's why we did it. Yes, 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 100%. Okay, so now let me uh, point out something. I, you know that I learn every day. You know I'm a Balamun and Betochen, and at least I try to be. And you know that, um, I, I, I know between you and me, you know, <laughs> that's the Rebunishlan that provides the Parnosa. But you know, I'm, I'm just getting this feeling I'm not learning enough the way I should. You know what I mean? So I think maybe instead of working five or six days a week, maybe I should work every other day. Every other day? Yeah, sure, sure. If I work every other day, you hear what I'm saying? I'm going to work every single, every other day. Every single, every, uh, every single day? No, no, every single other day. Oh, but then what about our panasa? Listen, he gives us the panasa. If he wants, we'll make what we need. In those three days that I work, and, uh, you know, I'll be able to learn more Torah in the other one. I think we'll have a good business deal. I'll give Hashem more Torah, and he'll give us more Panosa. What do you say? Well, I guess we could try it, you know what I mean? 
Yes, we shall. Try it, we shall. And of course, he did try it. Yeah, it was really amazing. He would learn full time uh, every other day. And then the other days, after he bought what he had to do, bring it to the store, his wife was selling it, then he went back to the basement address to learn. It was unbelievable. And of course, sales were getting much easier. Because when we're going around that Abraham does not bargain, you know what I mean? Uh, are you, you're following me? Of course I'm following you. You're obviously inside my head right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so let me, so, so I'm, I'm going to continue now. So, so Abraham, you know, because he was such an honest businessman, and he didn't try to bargain, so everybody was willing to sell to him as fast as possible because they got their price without haggling. That's right. No haggling with him. And this way he could bring his stuff to the store and they sell it. And, of course, there was a reputation that if you buy by him, you're getting honest goods and, and at a good price and a normal price. And that's exactly what happened. And everything was going good for a good number of years like that. Uh-oh. And Robert says for um, a good number of years until... Uh-oh. Um, uh -oh. I smell something happening, right? That's right. But nothing so bad. Nothing so bad? What's going on? Oh, uh, well, just let's um, um, walk right into my house. Uh, oh, you mean I wasn't talking to Rabbi Herbs? Oh, no, no, no. You were talking to me. But, 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 uh, I'm speaking directly with Avram. Wow. Uh, I'm in your house. I mean, how did I get here? Uh, you're obviously using very strong imagination. It's Kibaldic. Anyways, if you don't mind, you can stand over there inside and let me continue over here. Yeah, that's right, Yossi. Let him continue. Uh, wow, but, 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 Rabbi Herbs, but it was so real. I know. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, I'm sitting down and eating, and then my wife is going to come over to me. Ready, Cyril? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, see. Um, I don't know how to tell this to you, but... Uh -huh, something very good. You're smiling. So what could it be? Well, I was smiling because our daughters, can I know her, they're getting much older. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. They're healthy and everything. That's what counts. So what are you trying to tell me, that you have a big smile on your face? They're getting older, get it? Of course they're getting older. We're getting old also. Yes, but... Um... They're getting old enough to get married. Old enough? Oh, I'm so busy. You know, like go to the market, then I go to the base of Medrash. I didn't have so much time to realize that you're right, you're right, you're right. They're getting older. It's unbelievable. It's Mamish Givaldic. They're getting older. Did you hear something like that? They're getting old. It's Givaldic. Sprinzer. I'm so happy for you. Thank you, Daddy. No, yes, 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 yes. Mindy, I'm so happy for you, too. Thank you, Father. Yes, yes, one's his Tati, one's his father. I bet you next one going to say, Papa, uh, I'm so happy for you. Riva, I'm Riva. Oh, yes, Riva. <laughs> you always forget my name because I'm the younger daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true, that's true, very good. Okay, so, um... Uh, so what are you trying to tell me that, you know, that I didn't realize I forgot their birthday and I didn't give them a birthday present? No, that's not it. The problem is, is that, you know, they're getting older and we have to make a chasna with them. We have to get them married. So then, as Hashem will do that, what's the problem? The problem is we don't have money. Oh, we don't have money. What do you mean? Of course we have money. Well, I mean, I'm working every day. I mean, every day that I work, I'm working. But every other day, when I'm not working, I'm learning. So, I mean, have a good deal. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes, but I think in order to be able to put aside money that we should have for the chasana for our daughters and be able to put aside money for a dowry for Nottingale, I think that you should go back to work every day. I think so. You can still find time to learn. No, no, no. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I really think that, you see, um, we didn't lose out by not working those uh, every other days, right? So, uh, Rabbi Shalom can make it that we should have panosa. If we as long, well, I mean, as long as, as long as, as long as. I think what you're trying to say, as long as you have a moon in Betachnon Rabbeinu that he controls the Parnassah, you're going to have everything, even if you don't work those full time. But if you don't have a moon in Betachnon, you might as well go back to work, because that means <laughs> you're not trusting fully. Oh, uh, yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, well, they were the words that Rabbi Erbs put in my mouth. Uh, that's right. I mean, I had something to do with that. But then Hashem has something to do with it also, because he puts the words in my mouth. I put it in your mouth. Okay, okay, let's come on with the story. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Okay, so where, where were we? Uh, my wife was telling me that she wants me to go back to work. 
that's right. Don't you agree, Rabbi Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're on different time periods. Uh, we're, we're like, I'm here and you're there. That's right, we're different time periods. So Rabbi Herb is just an observer from the future. Okay, now, can we continue? Uh, all right, this is so confusing. It's all right, you'll follow. Okay, anyways, so you're saying that I have to make promises. I'm saying we just have to have a munimatokhan. Don't worry, Hashem will help us. And sure enough, he didn't want to go back to work. So what ended up happening is, because he didn't go back to work, his wife was sad. But his wife didn't have the same strength of Amun and Betochen as he did. And every other day, she would say, You know something, um, Yes, what is it, Cyril? What is it? My dear Cyril, uh, what is it? Come on, spit it out. I mean, no, don't spit it out. I mean, it's an expression. You know what I mean? Say what's bothering you. Well, you know, it's already a couple of weeks since you're still working every other day, and we haven't changed in how much panasa we're making, so what are we going to do? I hear what you're saying. I don't know what we're going to do, but I know about me. I'm going to continue with Ramun and Matochen, because if we don't have the money yet, that means maybe Hashem did not deem it the time for our daughter or daughters to get married. So we're just going to be patient. This is what I think, and this is what we're going to do. And of course, every other day, she would give him a look, and he would give back a look. And every other few weeks, she would give him moose moves. And every other few weeks, he would shoot back. What, he had a gun? No, 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 not kind of shoot back. Shoot back's an expression. He answered her, but nicely. I told you before, Baruch Hashem, I have a muna and betochen. Everything is going to be gewaldic. Zorg dich nicht. Don't you worry about a thing. As is Hashem, you have nothing to worry about. When the time is right, Hashem will see that my pronunciation increases. You'll see, you'll see. You just have to trust. Right now, since I started this method of doing this work every other day, I don't want to break it and I don't want to stop my learning because Baruch Hashem, I'm able to do so. I'm a person that could appreciate learning and can learn. I would understand if somebody was a person that just went to the bed and medrash and he was lazy and he just sat there and did nothing and says he learned but he didn't. I would understand that and I would agree with you. Yes, such a person should go back to work. But Cyril, if you'd like, you can come to the base of medrash. I don't know if they'll let you in, but you can look from the lady side, from the lady section, you know, behind the machitza. You'll see I learn every day. You don't even have to tell me because since you come from the lady section, you peek from behind the machitza. You'll be able to see that I learn, and I won't know when you're coming. So I have to learn all the time, you see, because I don't know when you're looking at me. You know what I mean? I know that you're really sincere, but please, I want to marry my daughters. I do also. Don't worry about a thing. Now, during that time period, there also was a very mean Peretz in that area by the name of Alfred Belowski. Hmm. Ah, let's see now. Let me look at my jewelry. <laughs> now, this is a nice ring that I wear. Oh, this is good. Oh, this necklace is great for my wife. And this here, oh, this is fantastic. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Um, I want to expand my palace a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to extend... Uh, my palace, but what am I going to do for the fundraising? I don't want to use these diamonds and sell them. I don't want to use these jewelries. Ah, I'll just continue my wonderful niceness and raise everybody's rent. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to raise everybody's rent. I'm going to increase my niceness. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And sure enough, he raised rents. And people were complaining, this is ridiculous. Every time he decides he wants to do something fancy, instead of spending the money that he has, he always goes over and taxes us more. How rich does he want to be? I don't know. But I don't know about you. But I'm having second touch about him. What do you mean? I think I know what he means. <laughs> Let me get this right, if I'm not mistaken. You're saying, if he keeps robbing us <laughs> by raising our prices and rents, making it ridiculous, and we have to work so hard, then uh, maybe we should rob him, and then we'll pay him <laughs> back the money, and he takes him like a cycle. 
<laughs> I like that idea. Hey, you think we can rob him? Uh, I don't know. You go to rob him. It could be dangerous. You know, he has guards and everything. Hey, it's no problem. We know how to rob him. We can create a diversion. Make something happen. Uh, set one of his fields on fire. <laughs> and all the guys will be running out there. Then we'll have a bunch of us other guys sneak into his house. We've been there enough times. We know where his safes are. We know how to get in there. And really, how are we going to get into the safe? Ah. <laughs> Do you see what I got in my pocket here? Let me pull it out. What's that? What do you got over there? Oh, this here is like a little miniature telescope. Miniature telescope? What do you got a miniature telescope for? Well, uh, I, I got this little miniature telescope because, you know, I look. Here, take a look. Let me see that. Oh, wow. Makes everything from far look big. Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> wow, so so what does this have to do with robbing uh, the pirates? <laughs> Last time I paid the rent to him, he went to the safe. Yeah. And I went to my pocket. Yeah. And I took out the telescope. Yeah. And I used it. <laughs> so you know the number to the safe? Yeah, okay. You agree to do it, guys? I'm in on it. I'm in on it? Of course, I'm in on it. I'm in on it also. And so a number of these peasants, who had enough of the pirates, they decided that they are going to rob him. So one night, they waited for a windy night to happen. And one of them were coming in the dark. All right, I got the torch. Are you ready? Yeah. I got the kerosene and the oil. Let's pour it over here. <laughs> All right, go ahead and light it. All right, now remember, we got to scream fire, fire, fire. When the cards run out, the rest of you guys should know what to do. Yeah, don't worry. Piece of cake. No, don't get a piece of cake. Go get the money, go get the jewels and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, but I'll take a piece of cake too. I'll just go. Get the positions. Well, we're in position. I'm 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 in position. All in position, too. I'm in position. I'm in position. All right. Ready? Okay, here I go. I'm lighting it. Fire! 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 And the guards were looking. What? 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 What's going on there? Fire! Boris, there is a fire outside. One of your fields caught fire. Oh, really? Who set that fire? It's not sunny. The heat couldn't make it burn. It's very windy. Windy? Oh, no. You guys better go out there and stop that fire. Because if you don't stop that fire, the wind is going to blow, and more of my fields will be destroyed. Stop that fire! And sure enough, Everybody, all the guards, they jumped out at the doors and the windows and everything, and they started running to the fire. And they started taking, uh, you know, like blankets and swinging it on it to put out the fire to knock out the oxygen and so on and so forth. And it came with pails of water. And of course, they couldn't call the fire department because there was none then, and then they didn't have fire engines and so on and so forth. Right. Okay, so anyways... And they didn't have fire hydrants either to take out the water. Right, okay. So anyway, and they didn't have... Just see. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So they were screaming and screaming, and then they were trying to put out the fire, and then the other peasants snuck in. Hurry, 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 hurry. Don't worry, I'm going, I'm going, You know the number? Sure, I know the number. Here we go, here we go. One, two, three. All right, here we go. Look at all this jewelry. <laughs> Look at all this money. Let's go, let's go. And suddenly, the pirate started thinking. Hmm. In the middle of the night, a fire starts here. Why would a fire start here? At my place. In an open field, it can catch fire. One, two, three. Not only can it catch fire. One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, not only could it catch fire. But there's another problem here, I see. <laughs> I think that this fire was set for a diversion. Something else is going on. You, you God, you, 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 you stay here and work on putting out the fire. The rest of you, come back with me, quick!
and they started to run back as fast as they could. And they arrived inside. Yeah, they got into the palace. It was amazing. Yes, they did. And then suddenly he looked to the left and looked to the right. Uh, wow. <laughs> see, look at all these footprints. Yes, I see a lot of muddy footprints. It's leading into my, oh no, my den. Let's check the den. Oh, open the door, quick, quick. Oh no, I don't believe it. Look over there. <laughs> your safe door is open, sir. Um, Mr. Puris, did you lock your safe door? I locked it. But somebody opened it. Well, how could anybody know the combination? I don't know. Wait a minute. Only ones that hate me so much is the peasants that work for me. Yes. You know what we're going to do tomorrow? But we'll start tonight. We'll... Tomorrow, but we'll start tonight. What is it? We're going to find the peasants. We're going to search their houses. And then we're going to go over. You hear? Anyone who is found with one item, whether it be a jewelry, whether it even be a golden-tipped toothpick, or, a, or anything, or a napkin ring, I will have him put to death, because I am the poet's Alfred Belosky, and I have power on my land. I am tired of their, their little shenanigans. I will put an end to this. We'll do it as soon as possible. Maybe, you know what? Why wait to tomorrow and do half tonight and half tomorrow? Let's start tonight before they have a chance to hide everything. We'll catch them by surprise. They caught me by surprise. I will catch them now by surprise. Come, let's go. And so, sure enough, he started running with some soldiers, his guards, his personal bodyguards. And he was on his way towards the peasants. But there was one peasant who didn't run very fast. And when he heard the parrots come back in, he went to hide behind the curtain. Oh, dear me, oh, my. Ah, oh, this is terrible. If they find us that we have some of the money, oh, we're going to die. I better climb out this window right now. <coughs> Ouch, I hurt myself. Oh, let me go. Let me run to our special place where we made up that we're going to meet after everything is done. <laughs> oh, I have to run a little faster. I have to run even faster. Oh, okay. Oh, here. Peter, Peter, it's really important that you listen to me. Peter, Peter, you listen to me? Yeah, <laughs> listen to you. I'm just counting everything here. It's fantastic. Oh, look at us. We got this goal. We got this. So fantastic. Yeah, but we're not going to have our head shown. What are you talking about? We got away with it, didn't we? No, 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 no. He suspects that we did it. He's suspecting we did it. Oh, no. We're in big trouble. Yeah, what are we going to do? Well, he said if he finds anything, not even a toothpick, that has a gold tip, anything, even a napkin holder, whatever it is, if he finds any of these things, he's going to kill us. Whichever one he finds it, when he's coming tonight, he's going to surprise us. So we got to make sure that he doesn't find anything. So what do you think we should do? <laughs> I have an idea. Uh, listen here. We shouldn't panic. Okay. Uh, look at this trunk here, this hollow trunk, you see? See this hollow trunk over here? Okay, so what we're going to do is very simple. Uh, remember where it is. Let's make a location, okay? Remember here? Four trees to the left, six trees to the left. Remember that stone over there? Remember that? Remember that? Okay, got it? Got it in your heads? Everybody remember it? Remember it? Because one of us got to remember it at least. Okay, got it? Now, uh, we'll put all of this money inside, okay? Uh, let's go. Everybody put it in, put it in. Okay, let's keep this all here, all right? All right? And when things come down, we'll come back and we'll get the money. Okay? Everybody got it? We're all in this together, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, okay. I, 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 okay, everything is in, okay. Now what? All right, just remember the location. Let's go. And sure enough, the peasants went home. And Baruch Hashem, they knew the back roads better than the soldiers. And they got home first. And all of a sudden, there was a knock on the door of the first peasant. Open the door, or I'll have my soldiers break down the door. Do you understand? 
Oh, dear me, oh, my, one second. Oh, how are you, Parrish? Aren't you a little early to collect your rent? Don't tell me if I'm early. Don't tell me if I'm late. Now you listen to me. You stay right here. My men will search the house. Oh, they're going to clean my house so nice. Do I have to pay them? Quiet! All right, I'll be quiet, no problem. And they searched his house. And they couldn't find a thing. You are very lucky. <laughs> okay, you can go about your business. Uh, thank you very much. Um, could your men come back here? What for? To clean up the mess that they just made. Ha! <laughs> clean it yourself. Oh, such a mean pirate. <laughs> and, of course, he went to the next house. Open the door, where I will have my soldiers break the door down. Do you understand me? All right, just a minute, I'm coming. One moment. <laughs> what can I do? Oh, Perez, it's a little early to collect the rent. What is this? All you people say the same thing. You stay right here, my men search your house. What are you looking for? I'll know when I find it. Oh, oh, oh that's fine. Uh, maybe you can catch all the cockroaches and the mice and take them outside. Don't be funny. Okay, 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 okay. Not a problem, not a problem. And sure enough, he went to every single house. And he tried to find things, and he couldn't find a thing. The next day, the soldiers were back again. And for a couple of weeks, they were coming on and off by surprise visits, just in case. They had it hidden somewhere and take it out of the hiding place. And finally, after two long months, the searches stopped. And the peasants got together and said, Well, what do you think? He hasn't searched for a while. I think it's safe. Me too. Let's go to the hiding place together. So this way we can divide everything equally. And let's get everything. And sure enough, these peasants, they came to their hiding place. But they had a big surprise. How was the surprise, my babes? Aren't you in my head? Oh, yeah. Uh, I got it. So when they got to the trunk, their trunk was there, just like they paced out and figured that there was this, the fourth to the left, the sixth to the right, went out to the rock, blah, 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 blah. they got everything just the way it's supposed to be. But there was one little problem. And tell them what it is. Yeah, the problem is that uh, a bunch of bees made a nest over there. And he made a beehive and a bunch of honey and everything. And one of the guys said, huh, huh, I'm not afraid of peace. Let me go in there and get our gold and silver and jewelry out. And as he put his hands forward, the bees, they attacked him. <laughs> Hundreds of bees, thousands of bees. Hundreds, thousands, whatever. Maybe a hundred thousand. Anyways, the bees came and they attacked and he was getting bitten all over the place. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, fight. Uh, I wrapped up my hands over here uh, with, 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 with a towel. So uh, let me put my hand inside. And he put his hands inside, but the bees bit right through the towel. Oh, this is terrible, 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 terrible. And they realized no matter how hard they tried, they couldn't get in there. And these peasants were just simple farmers, but none of them, none of them, were beehives people. They were meaning that they were not a beekeeper. They didn't know anything about bees except, man, it stings and it hurts. And they were getting swollen spots all over the blotches and rashes and everything. And unfortunately, a couple of them, uh, they got real serious illness because some people are allergic to bee bites. But anyways, bottom line is, they were stuck. They said, well, one day, this beehive will disappear. When it does... We're gonna go over and get our money. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what they planned to do. They planned to go over and get their money back. And indeed they did. And of course, unfortunately, they never had that opportunity. And then one day, this here um, peasant by the name of Peter Malayev was coming by. Here we go to the forest. Okay, gonna cut more firewood. Cause I always, I always cut firewood. 
Yep, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, I always, always cut firewood. So I'm gonna my go go cut some firewood and bring it down and sell them. Whoa, what on earth is this? Whoa! This hollow trunk of tree is loaded, loaded with honey. But wait a second. There are thousands of bees here. Hundreds of thousands. You'll see. You're rolling here as an observer. You're from the future, remember? Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> story just comes to life. Yeah. Okay, so what's next? So, uh, you continue. I'll just be an observer. Okay. Well, I used to work for a bee farmer. <laughs> I know what to do. You just have to find the queen bee, get her out of there, and all the other bees will follow. So let me see how they do this. First, let me find a place. Oh, look, there's another hollow tree. <laughs> okay, now I don't want to get bitten. So, you know, not too many people know that the queen bee really is very lazy and, and, and she lets all the worker bees do all the work. <laughs> but don't worry, I know what to do. Let me take this long twig. Make sure it's even longer and longer. Let me tie another one to it. <laughs> okay. Now let me go over to the beehive. Do -do 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 -do. Now let me put this stick. There's the queen bee, that big fat over there. Okay, we got it. Okay, good. It's on the twig. Walk slowly. Look at this. All those hundreds of thousands of bees are following it. <laughs> okay, now I'll drop you inside this trunk. Boom. Oh, look at that. All those bees are following. <laughs> Now there's not one bee left but the honey. But, well, how am I going to pick this up? It's so heavy. I'll just go home and I'll get my saw. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I've got a tree saw. And so, this person, this peasant, Peter Malioff, he went home. And, of course, <laughs> pardon me, <laughs> he went home and he got his wood saw. The tree saw, the one with the big teeth and everything. And he started cutting the trunk. <laughs> And it was a lot of hard work, but he finally did it. And he picked it up. It was so heavy, but he had no idea. It wasn't honey only. He just knew about the honey. Whoa, we made a ton of honey. Now, who's going to buy something like this? Who's going to understand the value? In the town of Dubash, of course. Avram the Ishemis. He'll give me the right amount of money I'm supposed to get. Sure. No problem. Yeah, I'll bring it to you. And so he picked as best as he could some wood and leverage, and he slid it up, and he finally got this thing on top of his wagon, and he brought the wagon into Dubash. And then he went to the marketplace, but he didn't know that was the day that Abraham doesn't come. And people came, I'd like to buy that, honey. How much are you selling for? I'm not selling it to you. I'm waiting for Abraham the Ishemis, the truthful man, the honest man. I'm waiting for him to come, and then I am going to uh, uh, going to do it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it to him. And of course, he was stuck there until the evening, and then finally, somebody took him to Avram's house. And at Avram's house, what ended up happening was, at Avram's house, his wife saw that this man just wants to sell to him. She went to the base of Medrash, called her husband. Her husband came. All right, let me see what you got here. You, you really, mommy just want to sell to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me this whole trunk over here, this stub over here is filled with honey? That's right. From the top to your bottom. Yeah, I sent away the bees because I know how. All right, very interesting. Very happy to hear that because I don't want to buy the bees. <laughs> Just want the honey. Well, uh, okay, I'll give you a fair price. Yes, 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 okay. Well, let me just measure this, you know, because it's pretty heavy here. Let me just measure here. Oh, uh -huh, see, like this, like this, and like this. Okay, based on the dimensions of the thing, I'm going to give you uh, 100 slotters. What do you say? Oh, boy, it's 100 slotters is out of money. It's okay. But I have a little problem. I only have 65 Zolanas. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You're going to buy it? No, yeah, I'm going to buy it. 
I think even though I don't like to do it, what we'll have to borrow. And sure enough, he and his wife went to borrow. And they had the rest of the slaughters, and they bought this thing. And he told his wife, well, he goes back to the base of Medrash to learn. She should borrow jars and bottles and whatever and fill it with honey. And she did. And then as she filled up the honey, she realized that the you know, that the trunk, this whole thing was not filled with honey. Oh, no, what's going on? Let me look over there. Oh, yeah, 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 there's a hole over here. Only the top half. Oh, it's filled with honey. It's probably so heavy because the wood is so thick. Oh, no, we were fooled. What are we going to do? And when Avram came home, he said, don't worry, everything is gamzilla teva. You know, look at the bright side. So we, we paid this money, yeah, 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 you know. Uh, but we can uh, sell the wood, you know. Somebody can make a nice furniture out of this wood. You know, I really think so, you know. I mean, maybe it's possible, to, you know. Anything is possible, but you know. But, uh, you know, but I think we should have a token. Okay, so, uh, you know what, uh, try to scratch out every last drop of honey. Okay, I will. And she put her hand in, and she put it through the hole, and then she realized, She put that glob of honey onto the table. Oh, there's a necklace in here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this one has diamonds. Oh, this bundle has... And he realized that in this honey was honey money. <laughs> yes, sir, because from this honey, they got money. But they had no idea. It belonged to the uh, Peter... Ma I mean, they, they belonged to Alfred Belowski, who uh, swindled out his people that were farmers on his land, he had no idea of that. But then again, but I'm not going to go into that stuff, but I'm just going to tell the story the way it happened. And it happened to me is that since he was in a different town, and he had no idea that the pirates in the other town was robbed. And he thought it was Hefka. And he took the stuff, and he, I guess the right word is pawned it off, and they went to a pawn shop, got the value for it, and they sold everything. And yes, he was able to marry off, obviously, all three of his daughters. He married off all his daughters. Now I'm going to marry off all his daughters. He had enough money to buy a little bit bigger house and, and give Nottingale to his son-in-laws and everything. And he was able to continue learning in the base of marriage. But now, since he married off his daughters and he had plenty of money left over and he continued giving tzedakah and everything else and the meals of Sodom and so on and so forth, he was able to stop working and work every day in the base of marriage, not in the marketplace. So that's what he did. Wow, that's correct. That's great. So what do you say? It's a good story? Yeah, did you ever tell it before? Nope. I just first read it, I think, for the first time today. Wow. Oh, it was a good story. Okay, let's see if we have any phone calls. Yes, okay. Let's take some phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Okay. Well, I learned that yeah. you, should have, you should... Yes, you should. You should, you should have committed class of them. Have the talk and be happy with whatever you have. Learn tired every second. Be, be, um, be, be honest. Don't, don't steal. Don't destroy someone else's property and don't give up. Wow, you were very good. You listened very well to the story tonight. You got just about every single thing in there. Very good. Great job. Thanks a lot. Okay, now Bye. go to you're very welcome. Bye bye. <laughs> that guy really listened well. Okay, let's go to the next uh, caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? My name is Yahoo and I learned Yes. That when you steal, you never gain from it. That's correct. That's Can I speak to Yossi? Hi, yo yo. How's it going? But we gotta I'm talk fast. Good, Baruch Hashem. So ask your question for me real quick because uh, we have other people on the line, so, you know, we got to go to the other callers. Go and ahead. And I already started getting my line. I'm learning, and I learned that. And I'm telling you that my rabbi is very good. Rabbi teaches me a lot of Gemara. Ah, that's fantastic. I'm rabbi Yazaki. Ah, oh, so great. You're so lucky, Baruch Hashem. Continue learning Gemara with a Geshmakite. Even though you're Sephardi, but I say Geshmakite is Yiddish because... And my he... brother was a rabbi in the other fifth grade, and... It... My brother Joseph Cohen. Oh, okay. I have to go on now to the next call, okay? Goodbye. Nice. Bye, bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Hello, hello? Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? 
My name is Avram Yaakov, and I learned that you should have me talking, and you should learn Torah. Excellent. Beautiful. You did a good job in listening tonight. Thank you very much. Okay, next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson you learn in tonight's story? Hello? I am Abraham. As you say in Russian. Yeah. Okay, Masha, we have a... Yes, I know, Alfred. Alfred, Alfred, what's your last name? Can you tell me what your last name is? No. Alfred what? Alfred Watsky? Belowski. Belowski. I have to remember that. Yes, please do. Anyway, before you even say the lesson, I have a proposition for you. Uh, uh, I'm going to be sending you some tickets to a Russian preview, a Moscow a general, and a Klezmer, okay? Oof. So you're going to be invited to that. Sounds, sounds very good, very good. Also, but, but an quick, actor's degree for your acting. Thank you very much, but quickly, Masha, tell us what what led, I mean, what lesson you learned tonight. Lesson, lesson. Sheesh, you got to get it right. Yes, please, tell us what lesson. Yes, the lesson is that you shouldn't cheat someone out of uh, your own money, especially since you want to get repaid. You will next week, I'm sure. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's Vidanya. Oh, yeah, that's Vidanya. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Okay, good next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Sorry, I don't have a lesson, but... What's it called? The 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 seven one eight five zero six nine zero nine nine. They didn't update. They it works like it does. They didn't update the actual story. Like it's still the we'll, old one. We'll try to do it soon. They're getting up to that one, but they fixed the other line, right? The other line was fixed already. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you know, it just takes some time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, are you there? Okay, we'll go to the next. Oh, you're there. Okay, what's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? One day you should never stay up. Very good. That's in there 100%. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, we'll go now to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yes, you're on the air, but you have to lower whatever you're listening to in the background. Cause so, kind of... so I, I I learned today that if if you if you have a moon and betachan and Hashem and do and do good deeds, good deeds, you get repaid for it very handsomely. Very good, excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, time to move on to the next call, which will probably be the last caller. Okay, and uh, the last caller. I'm gonna be Okay. Okay. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. I don't hear him. Oh, uh, all, uh, we're all finished without time. Okay, I'm sorry. Next time, speak up a little louder. Okay, that's all the time we have. So, Bezalchem, until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll see you next week. Okay, until then, goodbye. Goodbye.